0: The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. Welcome to another edition of the Mom's Buns Podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Oh, I'm just having one of those days where I'm irritated at everybody, but that's not you, so that's good. Not yet. Not, not yet. Let's find out. <laughs> See what happens on the next episode
1: of the Mom Bones Podcast. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Surviving. It's a crazy week. Um, my don't my regular daycare provider isn't uh she's on vacation this week. Okay. And so, like knowing that maybe like at least a month ago, I went ahead and just blocked out the whole week on my calendar. Sure. And I blocked it out as like halftime, and then I wrote like don't schedule, you know, or like ask before scheduling. Right. So it hasn't been super demanding from work, except for all of the things that are July mm-hmm. just keep like popping their head up. And it's, I'm just playing whack-a-mole with things at work that I'm like, yes, like, and I feel so good about getting these things done and like doing great work. And then I turn around and there's like three more things that are like just finish, And so I'm just racing to yep. the end of the month. To get this stuff done, and it's exhausting. I bet it's exhausting, but I mean, it's been really nice to have my kids home. Like, well, I don't know if really nice is the the way that I want to put it. Let's rephrase that, shall Uh, we? It's been it's been an experience. No, I actually have enjoyed. Like, we get a little bit more time in the mornings. We're doing a little bit more stuff, but then I just have the same guilt of like I have work stuff. So I have my niece here babysitting um, you know, for a few hours a day, just so I can pop into the office. And and like, so then I have guilt of like, gosh, it would have been so fun to like go to the amusement park or yep. go to the lake or you know, do something, but it's just not working out that way. Mm-hmm. So it's like this week more than any other, I'm kind of caught in this like stay at home mom versus like working mom, like trying to make that blend work. So I have all the questions in the world for you.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Shoot. Shoot. Yeah. I I don't know where to start. (laughs) There's too many in my head.
1: Okay. When you wake up in the morning, do you have like like the same consistent routine with your girls?
0: Yes. Every day. Yes. Whether we're home or not, it is. We are going to wake up. I am going to make coffee, then I'm going to function. <laughs> um, most of it is basically like, okay, let's figure out what we're doing for breakfast. If breakfast takes a few minutes, then you can play while I do that. Um, and Or I send them in to go get their clothes on while I'm doing that. And then we eat breakfast, we brush our teeth, we brush our hair. And then if it's time to go to school, it's time to go to school, otherwise, we can figure out the rest of the day. Can rewind just for a minute. What time do yeah. your girls get up? Mm, between 6.30 and 7. Okay. That feels reasonable. That's, some days it is. When I accidentally binge watch a show till 1 in the morning, not so reasonable. Yeah. No, I,
1: I was working until 1.30 last night. Yeah, I okay. understand. Not
0: as fun, but yes. Yeah.
1: No, so, that's binge watching.
0: That's why the coffee comes first. Yeah. Because then you can function. So, but I will say I am more productive on the days that I get up earlier than them and go running or exercise or walk outside for however long, Mm -hmm. just so I have like 30 to 45 minutes to myself. You just have to force yourself to get up first. Yeah, you do. That's the hard part. Yeah, it is. That doesn't always happen. Hmm. So as
1: I was thinking about the week and I am more of a planner or like kind of try to outline things mm-hmm. doesn't always work for my like work life. I'm a slave to my calendar if there's appointments on it, but I was just thinking and more so probably to, to just kind of see like if I could help my babysitter, like put some structure in the day rather mm-hmm. than just kind of let it be a free for all. Cause I know my kids do better with that. Yeah. So wrote kind of the, the beginnings of like a schedule of like, here's kind of like, when snack times would be, here's kind of like, let's do some. Okay, they might have a little TV in the morning. They might have a little TV while watching lunch, but then like quiet time, outside time, activity time, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was really more for me, like as an experiment. I put it on the fridge though. And Monday afternoon I came in from, and I like let my babysitter go home. It was like, I don't know, four o'clock, 3.30, four o'clock. And we were outside. I turned on sprinklers. Like two of them are outside playing. We're having fun outside. And I'm like, where's Maddie? Where's my oldest? And I call into the house and he's like, I'm downstairs. What are you doing downstairs by yourself? He's like, I'm cleaning up because I want to earn video game time. And I saw on the schedule, it's time to pick up at three 30. Oh, bless
0: his heart. Look no, at him. I love six year olds. Yes who can read,
1: take initiative and like actually do something about it. But also just like, and then so then, you know, obviously we've talked about him. Right. A handful of times and like, okay, like I wasn't paying attention to it. I didn't follow this at all, even though I had written it out. Right. Mm -hmm. We didn't follow it, but he saw it, he respected it. And I was like, do you want, would you rather me write kind of a schedule even if we don't necessarily follow to the letter Mm-hmm. A schedule for the day or write down here's the things I want you to do for the day and let you pick the times like here's the stuff and let you pick when to do it
0: because I don't know that's fair because
1: awesome you could and he goes no I would really, really like the schedule
0: okay now to that I think older kids seem to like that and here's why I literally just got off the phone with my best friend and she's like no I do a schedule with my kids all summer long this is when we're gonna do this. This is just, they function so much better. And they yeah. are they're you know, one's five, um, and then the other one is nine. So you're like, okay, if they get bigger, so Matthias is right in there. Yeah. Like they know what their expectations are. And kind of like we have our routine in the morning. My kids know what their expectations are. If your clothes are out here, you better be getting dressed if you're done eating or we're making breakfast. So the more you give them, the more responsibility you give them. I feel like the older, when they get older, they thrive in that. Yes. in it makes sense in
1: a, like in going through kindergarten, mm-hmm. his days look the same, right? Like they have that schedule for the day. They know what they're going to be doing throughout the day. They get used to that. So it makes sense to kind of want to mimic that. Yep. I'm pretty sure my daycare provider does something similar. Yep. know they always have like their snacks for about the same time they have circle time when they're having lunch and that kind of thing so it in the summer might look a little bit different but I think she's still pretty like here's the times that we do this kind of thing we do it in the morning or in the afternoon that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so good for you well I feel like actually not at all because I'm like I wrote one but I am like I don't and also I'm not really inside um to do, but I was like, I'm just not, I don't necessarily follow it. So then my next question is like, do all your days look the same when you're at home or are they just kind of like, we're just going to take and see, or if you're like, Hey, if we do an activity, it's only in the morning, it's only in the afternoon. Like,
0: how do you figure out your days from day to day? Like, do you do it day to day, week to week? Like, how do you do that? I kind of lay it out a week at a time. And I will tell you that it's, you know, you and I've talked about this before. It is always not a challenge, but it takes planning because my husband gets random days off. So then he and I will talk the night before about what we want to do. Like I'll kind of have an idea of, okay, you work this day and this day, but you're off the rest of the days. So we know we're going to do something that day. We know when basketball is, you know, so I always check in with him and he does the same with me the night before if we're gonna do a family thing. Okay, when do you wanna go work out? And what are we doing tomorrow? Are we doing this theme park? Are we gonna go play in the ocean? Are we going to drive down to see sisters and go have dinner? Like, what are we doing? If it's just me, then I will either schedule a play date in the morning because that wears them out for nap time or quiet time. Yes, I do that on purpose. Um, And then I'll think, okay, it's like, I was trying to find this for you. There's a scene on friends where Joey talks about being unemployed to Ross because Ross is like doing all the things in one day. And Joey's like, no, you got to spread it out. Today is like Wednesday. We sit in the chair on Wednesdays on Mondays. We go to the post office. That's what it's like to be home with your children. And I swear I didn't get it until I realized that's exactly what it's like because it's like, okay, we're going to go to the library on Monday or um, we're gonna have a play date on Wednesday morning, or we have basketball on Thursday, so maybe after basketball, we can go for a treat and go out to dinner. And if I kind of plan that a week in advance, you can't go to the library too many times in one week. <laughs> once every couple weeks. So you, or I look through the, you know, I get emails on the free events that you can do with your kids. It's free museum day, so we plan around that. We can put that on the books for the morning. And I always try to get them out in the morning, because. I feel like um that it's very uh what's the word it turns into a disaster if you do it too late in the afternoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like okay, well, let's start doing all the things and then if it turns into a meltdown, if it turns into a disaster, we have the afternoon to recover and we can just be home in our regular routine of let's have dinner, let's have bath time. And the thing I do for myself every night is I make sure to kind of put myself ahead. So like I pre-make the lunches for tomorrow. I get out the ground beef for dinner for tomorrow. If I remember, um, I fold the laundry. Like that's, that's going to be my cardio today because I'm going to stand here and watch TV and fold the laundry and not sit down because once I sit down, I'm done. Yeah. I'm toast. And I'm sure you are every single time for sure. For sure. I have to peel myself off the couch a little bit.
1: Um, at nights, definitely. I like how you want to get ahead, like use some of that time at night to get ahead. Um, I think that's so important and certainly not something I, I tend to think it's not part of that routine Mm -hmm. that I, I do. Um, but then again, we do things to make sure we don't get behind and around the house too. So like, it might be, you know, obviously like We have kind of an unspoken rule of like you don't leave dishes in the sink overnight. Okay. Like the kitchen's got to be clean every night. Yep. Or I can't function. Right. I'm also not necessarily in charge. of. I'm not the first level of defense in cleaning the kitchen, but I usually come in afterwards and like mop it up. So I really like that of, of checking in with each other, talking about the day ahead or the week ahead, having kind of that, that plan of, Like you said, if it's just on Mondays, we go to the library. I know Garrett does the same thing with the kids. He's off on Fridays. Their Fridays look very much the same. Um, It usually involves the bike and him pulling, taking one, two, or three children with him, whoever's around, and they're gone. And I don't know what they do, but I know it's a pretty consistent loop of maybe going and playing on the playgrounds or at the schools. Um, They always go to the bike shop. They always go to the coffee shop they go to the library. Like, I don't know. Cause I'm not invited, but yeah. And then they know like Fridays are with dad at least in the mornings until we get back for lunch or whatever. Um, so he does a good job of that. It was just kind of threw me off this week to be like, okay, my routine in the morning is kind of hit or miss depending on what time I want to roll out of bed. My kids get up earlier than yours. So they're very much already prepared to, They come in and say good morning. They ask if they can watch TV. They always ask. The answer is always yes. (laughs) Um, Then they'll ask for like, it used to be they asked for milk. Sometimes they ask for breakfast. But now they know like when one of us gets up, usually it's Garrett first. He'll get their breakfast started. He has to leave earlier. He has to be out of the house. Hey, trust me.
0: That's fair in my book. So
1: in the last few weeks, I've actually been getting up at, if I need to, I'll get up at 5 or 5.30. I'll go work for an hour and then come back in and yeah. switch with him at about six forty-five, and then carry on. So finish breakfast, get them ready to go on normal days. I'm trying to be out of the house by eight so that they can get to the daycare and get their day started. Right. Cause one, I'm paying for it. And two, they really love to be there. Right. They have friends, they have toys, you know, that's kind of part of what it is. So, right. um, which is, which is fine. So when I move into a week where it's like, nope, you're here all the time. I, it's just I, weird. It throws everything so off. It's a little weird. Yeah. This morning oh, was, all right, we've got dance camp at 9.15. There's a park play date at 9.30 for the preschool. So we'll go there for the 30 minutes until it's time to leave and go, get, go pick up from dance camp. Like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. But I also took the time yesterday to think about it and think through it. Mm -hmm. And make that plan and not have any other expectations for that time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could, I could handle the, the solo, not solo mom, that stay at home role a little bit more now that one, they're older and two, um, if that's all I had, if that's what I was primarily focused on Yes, and not like, Hey, this like 20 page playbook and this webinar and things like that. And so that's been a little bit challenging to the point where I'm going to dial it back um in the Are next you? couple months I'm gonna just dial back the the contracted work a little bit to yes. just free me up to do the things that like i've committed to do mm-hmm. like the podcast or mm-hmm. launching our website and we thank you so do our listeners <laughs> you know and that but i have other things like i want to write a new speech i want to you know to do a bunch of other stuff and it's just like i think we've talked about this too I've learned that I cannot say yes again until I
0: say no to some things, right? So. And that, but that's hard. I think part of that is, you know, understanding that that you have to do that. But it's also, you know, we always talk about the seasons of the kids and nobody really talks about the seasons of the mom. Hmm. And how when you've reached full capacity, There's only so much that goes, so much of mom that goes around. And now we have to figure out how to reconfigure this because it doesn't look the same. Just like the transition from, you know, more kids or the school year or whatever. It's the seasons of momming, if you want to call it that. I mean, you have to stop and look at it and go, okay, well, now what do I do? I mean, it's the same reason that I stopped working from home because I wasn't I wasn't managing all of it very well. You know it's the same conversation we've had before so i think you know it's and you also have to do enough to care for yourself yeah saying there has to be there for you have to pull that back like the podcast right right if all we get is the podcast and coffee we'll take it we'll take it yes absolutely
1: and alexa who has become in three weeks like indispensable in my house but Alexa, while she does not make uh, coffee, thank you, Alexa. You can stop listening. Um, while she does not make my coffee, she can play the, the podcast. So there you go.
0: Oh, well, okay. Well, that's amazing. Now I feel like I want to have Alexa just for that. Like, can you, that, does that sound very vain? Can you play my own podcast for me so I can listen to my own voice in my house? <laughs> okay oh, <that's> creepy. creepy. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Yeah. I hope that helps though. I mean, I really, a lot of it is the mental planning. You know, it has to do with that. I write a lot of stuff down. I put a million notes in my phone and it's like, I kind of look at the week as, okay, my husband's here on these days. He's not here on these days. The kids have school on these days. I mean, we had a whole conversation about the dentist this morning for like 15 minutes about who was going when and when I was going and who's going to watch them because I have to get a root canal and all these things. Yeah. That but sounds like fun. People. I'm sorry. It's okay. It happens. But, I yeah. But it's like, you know, it's life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. All right. What other tips do you have for people who are – either moving into the stay at home mom life or doing the stay at home mom thing and feeling like they could be doing it better, especially like in the summertime, because I know it throws off schedules and things. And we have talked about that a little bit more, but are there, are, are there things that you do differently
0: right now? Um, I, you know what the big one for me is that I give myself permission not to follow the rules with my kids because I am a very big like, okay, they need to be in bed at this time and they need to do this and they need to do that and they need to do this. And my husband is more lax about it. And I kind of remind myself like, they're not in elementary school yet. The big one starts next month, but we don't have five day a week school. If she misses the basketball game because we want to have a three day trip somewhere, that's okay. You know, but then, you know, like she got sick over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you need to be in bed at this time. You need to take a nap. You need to drink all your water, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I think the biggest thing is to give yourself some grace is to say, you know what? Maybe they didn't go to bed on time. Everybody's loved. Everybody has a home and a bed to sleep in. You know what? Tomorrow's a new day and we'll do it differently next time. hmm because I think that we get so caught up in the school year of all the schedules and where we have to be and what we have to do that I think it also helps your kids. Because think about it, you and I are talking about all the time, I gotta get them out the door. I gotta get them ready and I gotta get them out the door. So you're always telling these little people, hurry, let's go, come on. I feel like that's all I do. Hurry, let's go, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, nobody wants to be told that, especially these people who can't move as fast as grownups. So give them a little bit of grace. Try to build in an extra 10 minutes somewhere. Or if you're going to be late, okay, so you're going to be late to your play date. You know what? You're five minutes late to school. What are you going to do? I mean, not regular school, but like preschool or daycare or whatever. If you're not penalized for it, you know what? It's not the end of the world. And the more I tell myself that, the better of a mom I am to them. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest tip. Yeah. That's really awesome. That's a really good point.
1: Yeah. I like that. I feel like it's easier not to play by the rules in the summer. Like you were okay. saying, it feels like you've got more permission to do that. The days are longer. So if it's, you think it's eight and it's actually eight 30, you know, Oh, well, and we've been doing that a lot more. And I think it's also easier as your kids get older mm-hmm. to you don't necessarily have to adhere to the same bedtime or the things, um, they they're able to rebound a little bit easier. Yeah. Now my kids will still likely be up by six, six thirty at the latest, no matter what time they go to bed. Right. But you know, <clears throat> we see that and it's like, okay, we're going to take an extra long drive tomorrow. You know, it could be just something like
0: that, that, that creates that space for them to kind of rebound a little bit. That you're giving them the flexibility to just, it's also teaching them the tools to be flexible because I mm-hmm. think, I mean, my oldest is always like, no, that wasn't the plan. We have to do it this way. And we're like, sorry, you know, so-and-so canceled. What are you going to do? And then just meltdown city. Oh yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And it goes back to that structure of Uh a routine and then something pulls out, falls out of that, Uh that, um, I like to kind of set it up sometimes to be incentivized. So today, like the oldest, um, hey, you really need to pick up your room. And I know we talked about you going to have a play date today with your friend or having him come over. I am not even going to call your mom or his mom until your room is clean. And I don't care how long it takes you. And I don't want to pull you away from something else that you're doing right now. But just know it's not even an option. We're not even going to ask if, like, if this thing isn't done. And I always kind of wanted to see how long that would take.
0: And how long and, did it take? Mm,
1: it took, once we got back this afternoon, it happened after lunch. So it took a little while. I mean, he would, like, I said it to him and they were playing a game with balloons. So, you know, hard to give up balloons to go play right. in your room. Right. And I wasn't super, you know, um, intense about it. It was just, if this is a thing that you'd like to do, here are the things that you need to have done before that. Sometimes that works. Most of the time it doesn't, but I was really happy that again, just trying to find the thing that does work mm-hmm. and saying like, you have the power to control when this happens. Cause if it was, you know, if it had happened and it wasn't until three that we would have ran out of time for the playbook date, then I would have gotten the meltdown of him expecting the thing would happen and me to say, so I guess I have to be better about saying, here's your window or here's the time that you have so that you can kind of show them like, here's in the schedule, here's the time we can do this thing, but you have to. And if you wait till here, we're not going to have that time because we have to move on to something else.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, again, I think it's kind of whether you visualize that or you have like a, you're able to verbalize that it's so much easier when they're older.
0: Oh, yeah. So. And not already in the midst of a meltdown or, you know in a good headspace to understand. But I think it also, when you do that for them, you give them the power back or seemingly, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Headspace. They have a little bit of ownership in that. You take the emotion away from it and you're like, okay, well you make the decision. It's your call. Like this is what's going to happen. These are the consequences, your choice. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. And then they feel like they have more control. So you didn't say clean your room right now. And then have him be like, well, I don't want to. And, you know, you said, hey, this is, it needs to happen. Yeah. And then you give him the, you know, I know no one can see me moving my hands right now, but, you know, you give him the space to figure out when he wants to do it, which I think that helps with so many kids. Yeah, I think so. I think that that has been something that I learned. But then again, I have the
1: almost two-year-old. Right. Who understands pretty much everything that you tell them, but it doesn't work the other way. No, I- a whole lot of verbal like verbal babble, a lot of babble, and the uh, and the occasional dumb joke.
0: Oh my god. So, which is I love that kid. his favorite thing. So. so precious. Well, we talked about all this transition and like breaking the rules, so to speak, in summer, and but we really need to dive into how to get from summer breaking the rules to back into back into our schedule time like okay. following all the rules so let's take a break real quick we'll be right back and then we'll just jump into it oh great sounds great hey it's ashley we've been talking so much on our mom buns podcast about building a village so we want to let you know where you can find
1: us buns not required to follow us on instagram or on facebook at mombuns.life and hey our website is the same, mombuns.life, no.com, no bun actually needed. Welcome back. So we have been talking about summer and summer routines, um, and we also want to talk a little bit about getting out of summer and into school, because even though it's the end of July, um, we actually have to be ready for school to start. Now, for us, it's school starts uh, the first week, I think, of September. How about you? for you?
0: We are mid August, but I've talked to a lot of people that are beginning of August. Oh man. Like so, seventh or something? Yeah. So, some people are really thinking about this
1: right now. So, super important for us to talk about. Um, Ash, I know that you pulled this list from scholastic.com, which is really helpful. And it's just 10 ways to make the switch from summer to school. Um, and we kind of circled our favorites. So why don't you tell me a couple of your favorites and how you plan to do that with your girls, especially since you have a new kindergartner. So this is kind of new for you, right? This This like transition to school.
0: Yeah, I don't like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I was like, I have to look this up because, and I've got to pull all my mom friends because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. Like I've got nothing. So, and of course I start, you know, Googling. Um, and the, the biggest thing that everybody has agreed with that is on this list is talking about restarting your routine. You know, we just talked about how during the summer, the routine is not a big deal per se, but during the school year, it definitely is. And so I think um, the, the the article suggested two weeks before school, you kind of get them back into their normal school bedtime and start to ease them into it and ease them awake earlier with an alarm clock or however you wake them up because the, you know school isn't just whenever you feel like it and for most of us you got to get your kids like ready and out the door way before they'd want to i mean mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong yeah no that's true so i think that's a big one and i luckily m- mine is so excited about it that like she's can't wait to use her alarm clock she can't wait you know all of these things so i think that's something we're going to implement a few weeks before school starts Yes. what
1: about you um i actually like this one about like creating some ground rules and kind of some game planning um around kind of now that school's coming back what are the rules around like media and screen time mm-hmm. what are the rules around like what you can and can't eat what you can pack for lunch what you can't have are there other like chores or responsibilities that need to make sure that they don't um forget you know while they're at home so again i think starting a week ahead of time or more and just starting to kind of bring those in but also um like having the illusion of a democratic process right let them let them have a little input um as you decide what those rules are Mm -hmm. and and get some back and forth so that you can get some um, not real negotiation, but a little bit of buy-in to the things that you want to make sure that they're set up to have success. And the other part of that is probably some goal setting. So like, what are some things that, you know, even if it's just kindergarten, you know, like what's a goal that you have for your daughter? What's a goal for your, that your daughter has for herself, right? Does she sure. want to learn to read? Uh, does she want to learn to write her name? You know, like the things that... Um, that they can get excited about school and what school is going to bring. Cause I think otherwise start of school can be kind of a bummer, right? Cause it's the end of summer, right? Having some sort of thing, like for us, I'm sure going into first grade, something about like the jogathon or the track club is going to come up. Cause that's fresh from last spring or from the spring Mm -hmm. as he was finishing on school. So, but that's fine. But also I'm going to like try to stretch him to, let's you know try to make some new friends let's work on reading one spanish book a week because he's in an immersion program that kind of thing i think will really help so kind of creating some some rules but also some goals that kind of structure some sort of playbook or schedule like going back to what we talked about earlier right Right. do we have to then create like an after school schedule that says okay well you're going to be home at this time on these days you have soccer practice so here's your homework time and that's and once you get these things done
0: Here's the days where you can have video games or something like that. Sure. I think that's fantastic. I mean, and to get them involved in that I think is also huge. That's, I, th- I think it's important. At least they have the illusion of participation. Participation. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the other one we talked about that we both kind of agree on is it talks about take the element of stress when it comes to getting dressed out of your, out of the equation. So like if it's the first day or picture day or whatever, Let them choose their clothes. I know that's a big deal in my house. If I let them pick whatever they want, fine. I do not care. We don't have uniforms at school. So I don't care what you wear as long as it's, like we said, appropriate for the weather. Mm -hmm. So then, and what helps me is when I pack their lunches the night before. So let's pick out your clothes the night before. You can put them on your dresser. You can pick them out. And there's no game change in the morning. There's no shenanigans about, oh, I want this shirt instead you make your commitment and that's what you're going to wear and that's how it's going to go because it makes it so much easier than you walk in the room and you find like clothes everywhere.
1: I'm super impressed with that because I know at least my daughter would be the one that would be like, nope, I changed my mind. I want to wear this instead. Like She would absolutely do that. So best of luck to you. Nice. My favorite days are actually the days where I'm like, all right, go pick out your clothes and they're like, will you do it? because I can do it so much faster. And then I just bring them downstairs done. Right. So most of the time they get to, they pick out their own clothes and you kind of have to, especially when they're little, you have to kind of give up all like control and be like, are you sure you want to wear like red polka dots with pink stripes together? Like, okay. And type
0: with penguins on them, even though it's 90 degrees outside. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but
1: that's what they want. So I think that is part of kind of building that individual spirit. Um, And I definitely, I mean, I think it, it, I'm in the habit from like them growing, right? So like sizing out. Um, so before school is a great time to like make sure everything is sized, make sure you have the right size tennis shoes or the things that you need, but actually like rotating the closets. So pulling out the things that wouldn't work for school mm-hmm. and putting in more of like the light jackets or the hoodies and things and putting them where they can reach them Yep. in dressers or whatever. And so just kind of spending a day like reorganizing clothes, I think will really like, help kind mm-hmm. of go a long way there. That's huge. Um, the other thing that I really like about this one um, it says it talks about going for a test run or just doing all the orientation stuff that you can. Um, and I know that, like, as a new elementary school parent, yes, last year that was really important for me because I was like, I don't know the school, like, I don't really know anybody in the school. Like, I had friends whose kids went there, but I didn't know the teachers, I didn't know how things worked. Um, and they were good about having some different kind of orientation steps and parent in education nights and things like that. So, or even times where you can just go in and meet the teacher, see the classroom, see how it all works. So do as much of that as you can. Like, even if it's an optional, even if it's like in, maybe do it once by yourself if you can and then take your, take your girls um, or vice versa. Right. Maybe you have to go back and follow up on something or maybe you have a specific question or concern. That you can kind of go back. But uh, what I learned last year was that the more visible you can be, um, the more, the quicker it is to get integrated, whether it's with the teacher in the classroom and just being able, you know, just letting them know that you're available to help if that's a thing, or just being able to be comfortable walking into the school and seeing the ladies in the office or the people in the office, the principal, um, the support staff, um, because what I found very quickly is like, these people are magicians. They remember everybody's name. Like they, they know the kids, they know year after year, they get to know them so well and they're really invested in them. So if, if you can see that and appreciate that, and then they understand that you're also invested in it, um, you know, they'll, they'll go out of their way to help you.
0: And that's Mm -hmm. really, really awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess the other one is just do it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Just throw me in the deep end. Let's do it. I like it. No, I thought that was a good list. I thought that was a good list, and I think that if anybody else has any other suggestions, please. Or if you
1: if you're in the middle of doing it, if you're just starting this, getting back into the swing of the school routine, yeah, please send us a story on Instagram at mombuns.life, or like give us a peek inside. I'd love to kind of see what you've got going. Um, You can also email us at hello at mombuns.life. Um and let us know and uh, I can't wait. You know what I'm really excited about? Tell me. That hit me right now. First day of school pictures. Yes. Oh because my god. You know, because everybody starts at a different time. Yeah. We're going to start seeing them like, you know, soon. W- the beginning of August all the way like through the middle of September. So I'm super I excited about it. that. It's so fun to see like you know the Pinteresting of it all, but it's super fun. So I'll maybe I'll look for a couple of templates for. Things that you know, the printables you can print out and write on, and uh, and pass those out too, and like put them up so that, that other people can find them as well.
0: I love it, that's a great idea. Cool. Okay, well, thanks for joining us again today, and good luck on the routine. Yeah, good luck
1: on uh, getting back into the, the school swing of things. So it sounds like there's a play date outside my door, I've got to break up. So we'll see you guys or be with you next time.
0: Okay. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns Podcast, and don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say.
1: Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.